0: Welcome to C3 San Diego. Need something fresh, real, and powerful in your life? Connect with us on social media, get live stream service notifications, podcasts, and up-to-date information on upcoming events. We are so glad you're joining us for a powerful, life-transforming message from one of our C3 San Diego pastors. We would love to hear about how God is impacting your life through this ministry. Please share your experience with us at info at c3sandiego.com. If you'd like to be a part of what C3 Church is doing in the city of San Diego and beyond, you can contribute financially by going to c3give.com and choosing the giving option that works best for you. We hope you enjoy this message.
1: It's so good to have all the children in the house. If you're a child, you're not normally in this service, why don't you just give me a wave just so I can see you. Come on, look at all you beautiful little kids. Y'all looking so good, so fresh and so clean. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's such an honor to be with you on Christmas Eve. I love it that Christmas Eve is on a Sunday, you know, uh, this year. It's, it's kind of exciting. And, and uh, I'm telling you, this is my favorite service of the year. And uh, it's not because I'm preaching. It's because of the praise and worship and the carols that, that we get to sing. There's, there's no other service like this. And so why don't we give the worship team, yeah, one more hand. Thanks, guys. I'm going to have the keys stay up, if that's okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just wanted to kind of let that music continue to continue to flow. But I love Christmas, and I love the fact that every year we get to kind of designate a time to, to celebrate the birth of Christ. And, and around that time, we also get to, you know, intentionally make moments. At least that's what, what we try to do, make moments of, of time with our family and with our friends. And, you know, last uh, yesterday I went shopping with my little angel who's sitting in the front row. She didn't want me to preach about her tonight, but we went shopping for mommy, and we wrapped presents, and I don't know about her, but I'm going to always remember that, even though the lines were a little bit long, and the parking lot was a little bit crazy. um, I'm always going to remember that, and then we went to see The Star. Has anybody seen The Star, the movie? It is an incredible movie, like if you, especially if you have kids, go go see The Star tomorrow on Christmas, a great day to see a movie. It really tells the story of... Of Christ, and, it, and it's so powerful, even though it's animated, it's such a powerful, powerful movie. The, the, my favorite scene is at the very end when, the, when they're all in this stable and Jesus has just been born. And, you know, you got the camels, you got the wise men, you got some dogs, apparently. And, uh, uh, but they all realize that this is Jesus, the Savior of the world, and they all just, they all just bow. And uh, it's so powerful. And then one of, the, one of the animals says, you know what? I think this is going to be a night that people will talk about for thousands of years. And they will always remember. It's such a great, great movie. And the last night I went to Candy Cane Lane in Poway and walked around and saw all the lights. And there was such a beautiful spirit there. People were uh, not just selling things, but they were actually, they had things available to, to donate to different organizations and different things. And, and it's just, there's something about Christmas. And uh, I always, always say, you know, during Christmas, the whole world is is literally praising Jesus, whether they know it or not, by singing the carols. And the Bible says that as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. So you'll find there's just a different spirit around Christmas. And, uh, and I just have a few minutes here, like, you know, the next 60, 90 minutes I'm going to share with you tonight. <laughs> All the parents with kids are like, no, hurry up. Um, but uh, I, just, I just have a, a, a basically an idea that I want to share with you tonight, just a thought. And I'm essentially just going to read you different parts of the story of, of the birth of christ which to me is the most powerful story every year when i read it uh i see new things and i experience new things in, in the bible god speaks to me differently every single year and and so i want to start with uh isaiah 9 6 and um this is a prophet isaiah who is prophesying the birth of jesus 700 plus years before he was actually born it's amazing it's an amazing thing to think about and he says this he says for unto us a child is born Unto us, a son is given. Everybody say unto us. Unto us is the title of my little message here tonight. And if you don't hear anything else I say, which some of you might not because you got kids and stuff, I want you to remember that this season, Jesus came from divinity into humanity unto us. He came unto us. He came unto you. He did it all for you, and he did it all for me. He came unto us. And it's incredible that it says, unto us a son is given. That the Messiah, the one that would save the world, the Savior of the universe would come as a child. He was born of a virgin. He came as a child. And he came naked, like we all did, into this world. He was probably crying. Probably because he was realizing, he's like, what have I done? (laughs) I left heaven for this. I'm in a stable. But he probably was crying. He was vulnerable because he was just a baby. And he was innocent. So he came naked, vulnerable, and innocent, which is, which is very interesting. And the Bible says the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I love the way Isaiah prophesies about Jesus, about the coming Savior, because there's so many people in the world that think God is mad. They think God is sitting in heaven and he's looking at us. And he's waiting for us to make a mistake. He's waiting for us to sin so that he can punish us. But the reality is that Jesus Christ was already punished for your sin and my sin. He was already judged that you and I will not be punished for our sin. We will suffer consequences. We will deal with things in this life. But Jesus was the one that was punished. He was the one that was judged for all of our sins. So I love Isaiah because the first way he he describes Jesus is wonderful. He's a wonderful God. He's an amazing God, and he's full of wonder. You'll find in your life when, when you start to walk with Christ that you'll find that there's wonder happening in your life. You'll look back on your life, and you'll see the fingerprint of Jesus, the fingerprint of God on your life, and you'll wonder how. you wonder, how did I live this life? How did I escape that thing? How did I get here? And you'll, you'll begin to wonder because he is full of wonder. He is wonderful. He is a counselor. He is the the God of all wisdom. The Bible says in James that we can ask him for wisdom whenever we want, and he'll give it to us all liberally. He's the ultimate counselor. He's the mighty God. We serve a mighty God. There's nobody like him. There's nobody that can compare to his power. He is a mighty God. I like the fact that our God is mighty. Another translation would uh, would translate the word mighty as hero. He is our hero God. The main role of a hero is to save lives. Jesus came literally to save our lives. He's not just a mighty God. He is a hero God. He is the everlasting Father. He's always been our Father. He always will be our Father. Jesus said, when we pray, we can say our Father. And I know this is a time of family, and some of us may have not had a great relationship with our Father. Thank God I did. But some of us may not have. But I want you to know today that God is a good Father, that he will never leave you nor forsake you because he's your everlasting father. He's always gonna be there with you in time of need. He's an everlasting father and he's the prince of peace. He is the prince of peace. There's a story in the New Testament where Jesus is in a boat and he's with all his disciples and there's winds and there's waves and there's storm. There's weather happening and Jesus is asleep. He's asleep on the boat, I think for two reasons. Number one, he knows when he ascends to heaven, he's gonna be up forever that's one reason. Second reason, the real reason, I believe is because he is the prince of peace. So even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of wind and wave, he can find rest because he is peace. The Bible says in John that he gives us his peace so that you and I, Like him, in the midst of a storm, we can have peace. The Bible calls it the peace that surpasses all understanding. You'll find you face challenges and circumstances and different things in this life, but you'll find you'll have a supernatural peace. People around you will say, what is it about you? Why? How can you be so peaceful in a time like this? And you'll be able to say, that's because the Prince of Peace dwells in me. He gave me his peace. I love the way Isaiah prophesies about Jesus. And then just two chapters earlier in Isaiah, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. So God came unto us that God could be with us. And this is prophesied 700 plus years before the birth of Jesus, as I said. And that's what we're celebrating here today. Fast forward into the New Testament, and you have, you have Mary, a virgin, and she's just a, just a teenager. And she's, she's being, uh, about to be married to Joseph, and she finds herself with child. An angel of the Lord comes and says, uh, rejoice, highly favored one. You have found favor with God, and you're going to give birth to the Son of God. You're going to give birth to Jesus, the Savior. It's incredible. And so Mary looks at the angel, and she says, let it be to me according to your word. So she agrees with the word of God, and she gives birth to the Son of God, the Messiah. And so Joseph, Joseph's kind of freaked out because he sees his wife. He hasn't been with her yet, and now she's pregnant. And so he's like, what do we do? What do we do? And then the angel appears to him. That's where we pick up the story in Matthew 1, verse 20 to 23. It says, but, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your Mary, your wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. I love in the movie The Star, Joseph's like, I'm just a carpenter, how am I going to raise the Son of God? And it says, So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So I love Matthew 1:20, just confirming the prophecy of Isaiah that was prophesied 700 years in advance that Jesus fulfilled the christmas time there's no other time like christmas and then we even fast forward a little bit further to after jesus was already born and now he's being announced by the angels and the angel goes out and announces him to to the shepherds and it says it says this and the theme continues the unto us theme continues it says now there were in the same country shepherds living out into the fields the wise men keeping watch over their flock by night and behold An angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. I mean, this was a big deal. The glory of the Lord was there, was shone around them. And they were greatly afraid, as you can imagine. And the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring unto you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. People think that they can't come into the house of God or that they can't be a son or a daughter of God, that they can't invite Jesus into their life because of the life that they lived or the religion that they grew up with. But but this angel is saying, he's saying, this is done to all people. This is done unto you, even those people who have lived in sin, even those people who have made many, many mistakes in their life. This is done to, to all people. God so loved the world, there's not one person Jesus didn't die on a cross for. All people, all people, for. There is born again to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men unto you. You can imagine this sight. The angel came, and then all of a sudden there was many angels, and they're all praising and giving gl- God glory. What an experience. How magnificent would that be? And it says, on earth, peace, goodwill, again, toward men, unto us. Jesus did everything unto us. He did everything towards you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the thoughts I think towards you. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Not too long ago, I was, I was reading the Bible in, in Psalms, and it's talking about how God, our Father, how he knew us before the beginning of time, and how in the womb he formed us. And then I read Jeremiah 29, how, 29 11, how he thinks thoughts towards us. Everything is done towards us, unto us. And God gave me this picture and I wanted to share with you as we come to a close. He showed me a picture of myself. I have three kids that are sitting right here in the front row, beautiful kids, Handsome boys. And uh, show me a picture of me. You know, when, you, when your kids are little and uh, you wake up in the morning and they wake up and you go into their room and you, you change their diaper and you change their clothes and, you know, you rub their little head and you squeeze their little chubby legs. You pinch their little cheeks. And as you're getting them ready for the day, you're talking to them. You're not just thinking about them. You're actually talking to them. You're telling them what a champion they're going to grow up to be. You're telling them how beautiful they are. What a legend they're going to be. What a great mother and father they're going to be. You're praying for their future spouses, and you're, and you're declaring things over your kids. You're not just thinking about them. And God gave me the picture of him, how he knew us before the beginning of time, how he had already separated us with a plan and a purpose for our life, and how he was forming us in the womb. And how he wasn't just thinking good thoughts towards us. He was actually prophesying over you as he formed you in the womb. And he was saying, you're going to be a legend. You're going to be a champion. You're going to be a great teacher someday. You're going to be in politics and change San Diego. You're going to be a CEO of a company. You're going to be an athlete. You're going to be on the radio. You're going to be given God glory on a stage preaching the word of God. He's prophesying over you as he's forming you in the womb. He's literally creating your future with his voice, just like he created the world with his voice. In the beginning, with his voice, he used it to create things. He said, let there be light, and there was light. He created the whole world with his voice, and he created your future as he made you with his voice. He's been prophesying over you. He's been speaking over you your whole life. God does everything unto us, everything towards us. Today we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ how he did leave divinity and came into humanity and came unto us. And I thought it was interesting that he came as a child. As I mentioned, he came he came naked. He came vulnerable. He came innocent. And when he died on the cross, he died naked. He died vulnerable because he was nailed to a cross. He couldn't move. There were people walking, spitting on him, punching him. And he died innocent. He was tried three times, and three times he was found innocent. He lived a perfect life. And he decided to exchange his perfection for our imperfection on that cross. So now that when we stand before God, he sees us dressed in white. He sees us as righteous because of what Jesus did on the cross. This Christmas... I don't want you any longer to condemn yourself, to be in shame, to be depressed, to be defeated, to punish yourself or condemn yourself for sins that Jesus has already forgotten about. The Bible says he's forgot your sins as far as the East is from the West. But so often we condemn ourselves in in shame and in guilt for the very, very sins that Jesus has already forgot about. This Christmas, I want to... Let you know that Jesus wants to set you free. He wants to be in relationship with you. He did all of this unto you personally. He's a very personal God. And Christmas time is, there's no better time to accept Christ as we remember his birth. And I was thinking about Christmas, the time we give gifts to each other, right? And I was thinking about yesterday when I went to to get gifts and I'm spending time looking for the perfect gift for my wife and then I come home and I I try to wrap it nice, but... (laughs) My daughter helped me taping things. And, but we, we put it together and, and we got so excited, I can't wait till she opens the gift that I spent time you know, looking in the mall for, spent time rapping, spent time taping it. <laughs> it's not even that amazing, babe, but it's pretty cool. You'll, you might like it. But I started to think about how Jesus has been preparing for this day for thousands of years. That God sent him as a gift into this earth. And that this Christmas, he is believing that those of you that don't know him will open that gift that he worked so hard to put together for you. This Christmas, I'm believing with God that you will open that gift. There's nothing worse than when you give somebody a gift and they either don't open it or they don't like it. But there's nothing like giving somebody a gift and they open that gift and they love it, and they cry, and they thank you. That's what I'm believing for this Christmas, that you're going to open the gift that is Jesus Christ. All you have to do is open the gift. It's been packaged nice and neat for you, and it will change everything. It will change everything. Would you just close your eyes and bow your heads as we close? There might be some people here tonight, and uh, you've actually never realize that jesus did all of this unto you you didn't realize that he died on a cross for your sins and my sins and actually that it doesn't matter how bad you've been or how bad you are that god can set you free from that but tonight you're saying man i want to invite him into my life i want to get it back into relationship with god or maybe you just feel far from god maybe at one point in your life you were kind of with god and you're coming to church or whatever but 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 you found yourself falling away a little bit, which is easy to do in this busy, busy life that we live. But tonight, this Christmas, 2017, you're saying, man, I wanna come back into alignment with Christ, my Savior. So if you're one of those two people, maybe you've never given your life or invited Jesus into your life, or maybe one time you did, but you're taking your life back. But tonight you're saying, I wanna come back into alignment with Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. If that's you, with every eye closed and head bowed, can you just lift your hand where you are so I can pray for you? Is there anybody like that tonight? God bless you, sir. God bless you, young lady. I see that hand. I see that hand over to my left. Thank you. I see that hand. those hands over to my right. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand there in the middle. Is there anybody else saying, Jesus, I come into my life this Christmas, 2017. Everything can change in a moment. Is there anybody else? Let me just pray for you really quickly. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you in the middle here. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, with every eye closed and head bowed, why don't everybody in the building, especially those of you that lifted your hand, why don't we just pray this simple prayer out loud? Just say this. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus Christ unto us to die on a cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, today, Christmas Eve, 2017, I invite you into my life, and I declare that I am saved, that heaven is my home, and that God is my Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, why don't we give those people a great hand? I'm so proud of all of you that lifted your hand incredible 2018 is going to be your greatest year of your life of your life it's going to be amazing and Christmas is going to be incredible if you lifted your hand on your way out we have a response lounge right here and I would encourage you go and talk to one of our team just make sure that you have any questions we answer those questions about the decision that you've made we want to give you a Bible we want to give you a little book called following Jesus Sometimes the Bible can be overwhelming, but this little book will help you on your journey. So go see one of our team. If you need prayer for absolutely anything over this Christmas season, we'd love to pray with you as well. You can bring your friends, your family members.
0: Thank you so much for joining us online. We hope you had a powerful experience. We wanna take this time to personally help you navigate the next steps in becoming connected. If you made a decision for Christ today, need prayer or want more information about our church, go to our website, c3sandiego.com. And if you didn't get a chance to give online during service and would like to contribute financially, you can go to c3give.com and click on the giving option that works best for you. We look forward to hearing from you. See you at church.